episode 84 with your host Ryan Woods. Episode 84, Into the Woods Podcast with Ryan Woods, your host. Uh, how are you? How are you doing? How was your Super Bowl Sunday? I gotta start on Thursday. I gotta jump right into this. I can't talk Super Bowl right now. Because this week, I had something crazy happen to me on Thursday. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. And I mean, thank God, right? You're like, thank God, Ryan's gonna tell us about what happened on Thursday. So... On Thursday, I was in my class. I'm in a Zoom class. And my teacher says, I'm going to say something provocative. It's an American history hip-hop course. He goes, I'm going to say something provocative. And it's Zoom, so I'm on the computer. And I'm looking at my phone because I'm like two and a half hours in. I'm not even paying attention. And so I am looking down, and then he just says, he goes full Morgan Wallen, Whalen, whatever. And he just drops the N-word. And it was insanity. So let me, let me set the stage once again. I'm in a Zoom class. And my teacher says, I'm going to say something provocative. It's like two and a half hours in. I'm looking down at my phone. And he just says, goes full Morgan Whalen, full Paula Dean, Wallen Whalen, who cares? And just goes, says the N-word. And I just go like this. He goes, N-word? And I just look straight in the camera like, oh my God, I can't believe he did this to us. And by us, I mean the other white people in the class. Because now we're in this weird, very weird spot. Where what are we supposed to do? He's Hispanic, by the way. I should have led with that. He's Hispanic. And I couldn't believe it. You know, he pushes the boundaries a little bit. You know, he's a risk taker. And, you know, he was like, listen, listen, this is an argument and I, and then so now we're going around. The, this is an academic uh, discussion. That's what he kept saying. I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I feel like we're beyond academic discussion. Okay. And so I'm sitting there stunned on Zoom. Just stunned. Absolutely stunned. More stunned than Chiefs fans. Anyways, I'm sitting there stunned. And I couldn't believe it. And then he comes to us 
us white people. He comes to us and he goes, anything to add? Because, you know, it's just all the uh, the black people in the class talking, which is, you know, puts us in a very weird spot. Because, like, what are we supposed to say? You want me to say something? Hey, dude, I'm going to sit this one out. You know what I mean? I'm going to sit this one out. Like you should have. And so, uh, he comes to me and I go, hey, Dave Chappelle did a whole bit about this. Says, I am not your, you know, so you can look that up and we can watch it. It's kind of, <laughs> I said very nervously. But I just couldn't believe he would do that. I had to get that off my chest. I couldn't believe he would do that. Put us in a very weird spot as people. And as, pod, as, as, as people in the class, we were in a weird spot. But today I'm playing Hurt. This is the End of the Woods podcast. People say podcasting is easy. You just sit in front of a microphone. Not true. I'm going to get scoliosis from the stool I'm sitting on. Scoliosis, for those not uh, medically inclined, you got a question mark back. Okay, you got the spine in the fucking problem. Can't swear. Not going to swear. PG. Because somebody told me, you swear a lot. And I keep getting that. They're like, you're vulgar. I'm like, I'm not. It's, it has an explicit label for a reason. Okay? I'm playing hurt. Got scoliosis. And... And on Thursday, woke up, lips super chapped. It's now Monday, February 8th. Still. Still chapped. When was Thursday? The fourth. Four whole days. So I got the Blistex. I go to Giant Eagle. No free plugs. And I get get the... Blistex, you know, the lip medics, and I'm blathering it on, dude. I haven't I haven't gone more than 15 minutes without putting this stuff on. So I'm playing hurt, man. A lot of people wouldn't be able to do this. A lot of people are not this brave. You know, a lot of people would, would say, you know, I'm going to take the week off because I got chap lips. Not me. Not your, fearless, not your fearless podcast host, who's podcasted through every major event, storming the Capitol most recently. And Pandemic. And now, chapped lips. I mean, all of those things are equal. Because if you have never had chapped lips, and, and people say, how did you get chapped lips? I just woke up with it. Because I'm just a mouth-breathing idiot. I, I mean, I'm telling you the truth. I'm putting it on the lip medics now. I'm going to try to get through this. I'm trying to fight through this. Okay. How much time have I done? Seven minutes. Hear that? That's the lip medics closing up. Dana said it was a bad buy. She said, you need to buy this stuff, and she showed me something I would never buy. So that's awesome. But how's, uh, how you guys doing? How's the Super Bowl? How was the Super Bowl for you guys? Boring. I would, I would call the game boring. Okay, Tom Brady, greatest of all time. I mean, we all knew that going in, but now with seven, he's got the most Super Bowls in the history. He's the greatest franchise of all time. Suck on that, Steeler fans. He's got seven Super Bowls as a person. Suck on it, Steeler fans. Stop telling me stairway to seven. Get get lost. The stairway to seven is an escalator to hell for you guys in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I said it. You guys are screwed. Whatever. You guys are screwed. Your old quarterback, if he cared half as much about his body as Brady does, who, by the way, Tom Brady, just, jeez. Leave some ladies for us, huh? 
Gronk making two touchdown catches. God, that guy's awesome. I love Gronk. I, I fucking love Gronk. I can't swear. Can't swear. Anyways. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl Chiefs, you know, apparently tackles are important. Uh, did I pick the Chiefs last week? I think I did. I think I hate betted against the Bucks because I lost money on the Packers. So I hate betted on the Chiefs. Uh, and that's a big no-no. If you're a gambler, you never hate bet because you'll lose. All good. All good. Things are okay. So that's that's what's up, man. That's what's up. The Super Bowl is boring. Uh, people hated the halftime show. Everyone you talk to, you know, the guy's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think... Since I've been watching football being an, as an adult, I don't think I've ever watched a halftime show that everybody was like, you know, this is good. We are just so... Everybody... There are just assholes out there. Sorry. There are just assholes out there. Did it again. There are just people who want to not like shit. Then yeah, I'm going to be a little vulgar, as the guy would say. Because I, people, like, what, what did you want the weekend to do? Yeah, he couldn't have a big performance. Because, hey, I don't know if you know this, pandemics still exist, even no matter how much they want to ignore it in Florida. You know, they want to ignore it a lot in Florida. But you can't. But you just can't, okay? So, I, I don't know what's going on. It's just... I just want to... I can't believe it. I can't believe Patrick Mahomes, you know, he did his best. He got let down a little bit. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, though. Tom Brady, what a guy, huh? Getting the calls. I know, I don't want to talk about the refs. Tom Brady getting the calls. But the halftime show. So I'm going to go... I'm going to do this, because I have this written down. Best halftime shows. I mean, it starts and ends with Prince, right? Best. Let's get IT on this. Super Bowl. And then everyone talks about the commercials. Commercials were funny when I was younger. Commercials were funnier when I was when I first started watching. You know? <laughs> of course they were. Of course they were. Because you just remember them more fondly. That's why. Best Super Bowl halftime shows ever ranked. Here we go. According to Vulture.com. Phil Collins. Guy's got dead foot in 2000. Um... Maroon 5 and Travis Scott and Big Boy last year? They did it last year, really? Wow, the Rolling Stones in 2006? You thought that would be better, but... I mean... They did it in... Uh, yeah. I mean, the Rolling Stones did it in Detroit. You know, they won in Motown. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, John Goodman. They should have had fucking... Whatever. Uh, 24, I don't know who those people are. Justin Timberlake in 2018, I thought that was okay. The Who in 2010. I mean, number one's gotta be, let's just do the top ten. Paul McCartney, 19, I thought he was okay. I mean, it wasn't great. I watched it. Bruno Mars and the Chili Peppers, U2. What we knew, what we needed was Bruce Springsteen, and what we got was an Irishman yelling America. Yeah, they probably should have. Had Springsteen, who was good. They said the weekend is 16. 
I thought the weekend was good. Give him a break. God damn, everybody hates on him. All right, top ten here. Lady Gaga, Michael Jackson in 93, Coldplay, Bruno Mars in 16, Janet Jackson, Diana Ross, Katy Perry, come on, Aerosmith, Britney Spears. But by the way, we'll talk about her later. Beyonce and Destiny's Child in 2013. Madonna, LMFAO, CeeLo Green, then Prince, of course. Go, if you haven't, go look up Prince halftime show and watch the NFL YouTube video. It's, I mean, he's the best. Prince is the best. There's nobody better than Prince. Okay? There, there very rarely comes along a guy who can do it all, and Prince could do it all. All right, and nobody, you know, that if you're holding the weekend to the standard of Prince, guess what? It's always going to underwhelm, okay? It's like people just want to hate things, I've noticed now. They want to find a reason. They just want to be like, actually, uh, no. Okay, see, so what you're missing is, they always start with that. What you don't understand is, they always want to start with that. If you, you know, actually, that's how they begin every conversation. That's how a conversation with a dummy starts. Well, actually, did you know? Oh, boy. You know, I saw one time. Okay. All right, buddy. All right, we'll see you. Peace. <laughs> All right, man, we got to go. All right, we'll talk to you. No, see, it's not good. People yesterday at my Super Bowl party were saying it was bad before it even started. They're like, I don't like this. It didn't even start. You just didn't want to like it because you don't like the weekend. And fair enough. But it's not up to you who, who sings at this Super Bowl, okay? Or performs. Sorry. He's not a performer. People are like, he's not a performer. I thought, he did a fi- I thought he did a fine job. Let me see you do something. Perform something. You do a little ditty? Do a little ditty. Come on, do a little ditty for me. You're not. You're not doing a little ditty. You're on a couch. He's at the Super Bowl. Who's a loser? You are. And me, because I'm talking about it on my podcast. But Britney Spears, speaking of, Britney Spears, free Britney. So, I don't know what's up with free Britney, all right? I don't know what's going on with Britney Spears. The documentary came out, okay? And she's a psycho. She's 39 years old, which is extremely young. But I, I had this video. Did I lose it? I don't think I had. I can't play. Oh, Jesus. Um, I had this video, and it was such an uncomfortable interview that she did. And I, I can't believe it. I want to look at it. I got to look it up. I don't know where it is. Hopefully I sent it to somebody. Okay, here we go. Going down to the media here, looking for it. Here. Well, your breasts. Hold on. Just talking about it. Why? Well, your breasts. 
This is weird. You seem to get furious when a talk show host comes up with this <laughs> subject. Okay, let's. In general, what do you think about breast implants? Just in general. Well, I think if that's. What do you think about breast implants, Brittany? You teenager. How old is she here? I don't know. It's what you want to do, and it, that would make you happy. Then I see nothing wrong with it. But I've not. I haven't done that. But um, I think it's sad that people, you know, think I've done that because that makes them want to go out. And you know, some of the fans that look up to me, they either think bad of me or they may want to go out and do that. But that's not my fault because the press started that. But exactly. um, if you want to do that, that's fine. But I personally wouldn't do that. So that was on. I I literally just watched that for the first time. But I I didn't watch the documentary. I think Dana wants to watch it, so I can't watch it, you know, by myself. Because if I did that, I mean, all hell would break loose and it would be a battle. So, apparently, Kendall Eelrich, um, asking a teenage girl about her breast implants, her virginity, and saying they want to shoot her. Kendall Elrich says... Really, if I had the opportunity to shoot Britney Spears, I think I would. Oh, okay. Completely normal. Something we could totally say now. Britney Spears has a meltdown. Shocker. Like, paparazzi. Like, you said you could murder the paparazzi. Like, what I'm thinking is with the Britney Spears thing. Now, I wasn't even on the free Britney thing. Because she's got a better life than me. I don't know what's the deal. I don't know if her dad owns her shit or whatever. Somebody, I think Dana tried to explain it to me and I got lost. She's like, her dad owns her. I'm like, what? She's a grown woman. What do you mean her dad owns her? I mean, couldn't she technically fight legally? So I guess, like, I don't know. Couldn't you say, like, does my dad own me? I, I don't know. Do I own me? Does anybody own me? Yeah, the government owns you. You got a social security. Okay. Um... Look, the Britney Spears thing is weird. Okay? Agreed. We can all agree. That the Britney Spears thing is weird. And I don't know what's... I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about it. What is the free Britney movement? Here's from the cut.com. The biggest takeaways from the Free Britney documentary. For more than a decade now, Britney Spears. She has a wildly successful Las Vegas residency. I don't know. Has lived her life largely at her... The reason I'm pausing so much is because I want to make sure I get this right. Because I don't know what the deal is. She has has lived her life largely at her father's discretion. Since he became Britney's legal conservator. What does that mean? Uh, in Godney we trust overprotected oh she's protected by her dad is that what it is after a series of oh after a series of emotional high profile incidents that culminated in Brittany being involuntarily committed well Jamie Spears has exercised her control over her well being and finances is that Jamie Lynn from Zoe 101 um, the details of her conservatorship have long been opaque Big word to cut, opaque, which means hazy. But they are unusual enough that a growing number of her fans are su- suspect the pop star's father effect of effectively holding her from her f- 
from her and her fortune hostage. The Free Britney movement has thrived on social media. And she plays into it. Um, I don't know. Misogynistic media occurrence and relentless tomboy scrutiny. Yeah, I don't know, man. Starting when she was just 16. I mean, if you write a single to get me maybe one more time at 16, I mean, look at me. I'm doing a shitty podcast in my bedroom at 23. I mean, I'm a loser. Which Spears did not write. And the video concept came from a team of adults. Well, this changes things. Spears herself presented as a wholesome teen. The public image created around her seemed like a function of the machine. Oh, she just said that. Wow. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. But I do know. I don't know what's up with Britney Spears. But you know what I do know what's up? I do know. What's up? With. My clean. Shaven. Under area. And that's because I work. With this company. This beautiful company called Manscaped. Okay. Today's Into the Woods podcast, support for Into the Woods podcast, is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. That that number is probably a lot larger since I started talking about it. Join the movement for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. Fellas, I know you need to, to groom below the waist. Don't we all? Well, good for you. Manscaped has amazing tools for the job, including the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, which I use personally. Okay? Do you know why? Because we've all been there, you know, holding up your ding dong and you're using a regular razor and you cut it and you nick it. And you know that pain. And then you turn into the water and now it burns and you're in there like, you're clenching your teeth. You're doing that. But good news for you. Their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accents. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. If I ever lied to you, I ain't never lied. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave, and you can take all the time you need. Okay? You can do whatever you want. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower, and one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trim. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet strokes. So if people are in the house, they won't know what you're doing in there. I mean, they might have an idea because you'll have it on the, you'll have it on its charging stand. Let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Let's get that bush to tush clean. You can shave anything. Any body hair, shave it right off. It's got the ceramic blade. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code INTO at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with code INTO. And one more time, that's 20% off and free shipping. That's what I'm doing for you here at the End of the Woods podcast with the code INTO at manscaped.com. That's code I-N-T-O. Your balls will thank you. That wasn't so bad, was it? Look, I can read out loud. Let me take a sip here. I got the Blistex on. I'm, I'm playing through the pain. You can never accuse me of not playing through the pain, okay? No excuses. 
I don't make excuses, but... <laughs> I don't make excuses, but I, you know... You know, I got... I got I'm, pl I'm playing injured. So I got some emails. Uh, let's get to those. Let me go to my email. Should have had this up. Should have had this up. No excuses. Playing hurt. No excuses. Um, so first, we got a question. Here we go. Uh, come on. Here we go. All right. So, Ryan, question for you. I love the podcast, and I'm noticing you're doing these questions and these weird questions. So I know somebody who's dating... I, this guy, knows somebody who's dating a... Uh, who's married, sorry, to a porn star. Nice. Would you be able to date and then subsequently marry a porn star if you knew that she was into porn? Well, I mean, wouldn't you always know? Or would it be a turn-off or a, a no-go red flag for you? Love to hear your opinion on this, because I have a buddy that is married to a porn star, and I think it's strange. I wouldn't be able to do it, but what are you thinking? Um, okay. I mean, that's crazy, man. Because, I guess, were you guys dating? Would you be dating? I guess it all starts here. Okay, hold on. Let me figure this out. Let me think this out. So you're telling me I'm dating this girl. And she's like, she comes up to me where it's going, things are going well. And she's like, hey, I'm going to get into porn. What do you think? And I go, wait, why would you do that? Because I'm insecure. Your buddy's really secure with himself. So good on him because I'm not secure at all. So I would be a mess. I'd be like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. And then everybody would call me insecure. And I'd be very embarrassed. But if I was a single guy and there was a and I started dating a porn star, I feel like you could date the porn star but not marry the porn star. Do you feel me? Cause she's a professional, she's working with professionals. I probably wouldn't be able to look up her work, you know, because that would make me insecure. But I feel like I could date the porn star. You know, that'd be cool for a while. Just make it like a phase that you go through where you're just dating the porn star. Yeah, I dated a porn star for a while. It's a story you tell when you're 45. Make your wife jealous at a family gathering. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I dated this porn star. You know, she used to do things. Christy was her name. Diamond was what she would be called. Because she had fucking encrusted nipples. All right, I got a... Uh, <laughs> I got a confession email here. This one's a little long. Um, in high school, I broke into the mailbox to get my report card. Hey, Ryan, love the podcast, blah, blah, blah. When I was in the 11th grade, I rushed home quickly because I knew I had a bad report card. I knew that my mom would be home soon. I had a tough childhood due to my abusive mother. Oh, my God. This is getting dark. Hopefully it turns around soon. So I knew it would be bad, dot, 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 bad. However... Upon arriving to the front of our apartment was the usual bunch of tenants who like to sit outside and talk with each other. This worried me because I wouldn't be able to get my report card with them around. I felt that they would lecture me and tell my mom I stayed up in my unit, looking out the window, waiting for them to disperse, yet they never did. So out of desperation, I took a spatula 
hidden in a brown Ralph's paper bag. Lol, Ralph's. Said a, uh, that's a store, right? Like a grocery store. Uh, and went downstairs when the group of older tenants seemed to not be paying attention to me. I began to nervously proceed with my plan in desperation. As I saw the edge of my report card under the mailbox door, I quickly tried to retrieve it, but it was unsuccessful. Suddenly, I was caught by C, a 60, uh, C is his name, a 60-something-year-old man. He looked at me and said, Huh, hey, what, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> Quotes. Sorry. All the other adults turned to look at me. Finally, I confessed to what was happening, and then I went on my report card so my mom wouldn't see and explained that she was on her way home. It's 11th grade. This is weird. Um... Lost my spot, lost my spot. Finally, I confessed to what I was happening, that I wanted my report card so she wouldn't see me, explaining she was on her way home. I wasn't. Ex- I was expecting punishment from the group. They stared at me, then nodded. Like, oh, hell yeah. Because <laughs> they all sucked at school also. All of them began to help me. They all knew who my uh, how my mom was. Oh, boy. Uh, mid-30s. Oh, A. Oh, okay. So he's using fake names. A, a mid-30s woman who lived next door, went to keep a lookout for my mom's car. Wow. C couldn't get the mailbox open, so he called J over. Suddenly, J, a 40-something-year-old man who lived in the unit over, quickly took out his pocket knife and busted the mailbox open. I couldn't believe what was happening, but I grabbed my report card regardless. How I was going to explain the broken mailbox to my mom, she was obviously going to connect the dots, right? The others in the group hurried to try and close the busted mailbox the best they could. They were able to close it, but I, I knew once my mom attempted to open the mailbox and couldn't open it, that I would be doomed. Within five minutes of that altercation, my mom came home to see me in front with the group of older tenants and immediately proceeded to get her mail. And the all of us went silent. This is a movie. She couldn't open her mailbox immediately, and after attempting to open the box, the live-in manager showed up. Heart was pounding to death as he began watching my mom struggle to open the box. Lucky for me, without a second thought, he went on to say, we have gangsters in this area, a lot of stuff. A lot of this kind of stuff happens. Don't worry, though. We'll get it fixed. My mom accepted that explanation, and I never said another word on it for years. I did end up getting better grades, though, and the tenants had me make, made me promise to in exchange, in exchange for their support. I mean, isn't that a crime? Didn't you just commit a crime? Oh, well, man, that's, that's fucking amazing. If you have any confession emails like this guy, who got the help of some other delinquents... <laughs> Email me at ryanwoodspot at gmail.com. I love to hear it. I wouldn't be able to date a porn star or marry one. But if I was going through like a phase, you know, you can't do that in your 30s. Actually, I feel like that's when you would do it, like a midlife crisis. Like, you know, none of these chicks are working out. I'm going to go date a porn star. You do. Then you realize why she's in porn and she just is breaking into her own mailbox for report cards. Two unrelated stories that could both be related. Isn't that something? Um, what else do I got, man? I got nothing else. I think that's it. I think that's it. I got 30 minutes in, 31 minutes in. That means we're almost there. This is when I wish I had a producer just to be like, hey, so what's up with you? You got anything? And then they'd be like, no, I'm just a fucking intern. And I'd be like, yep, yep, you are. Some people can do podcasts for like six hours. They put together real shows. I just show up. You know, I just, I'm like, all right, turn the computer on. I'll, I'll wing it. Maybe that's why this show sucks. I have been getting in contact with people to try to do this podcast and try to get some guests on here to try to spice it up. It's not as easy as you thought. Also, they just don't answer as often as you think. So I'm looking at the weather because people, people keep telling me it's going to get cold, right? 
So it's 21 degrees where I am. And it feels like 21, which is strange. Because it was really cold this morning. And then they're like, it's going to be cold. There's a big winter storm coming through. And it never came this weekend. It was supposed to get down to like negative 5. And just never did. It got to like, it got to 10 maybe. I hate when people bitch about the weather too. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. Like, you know. I, they just know. Like they just, you've been living here your whole life. Like, what are you talking about? Dude, I did know. All right, I got something funny. And it's, I don't know if it's funny. It's just kind of stupid. But I was talking to this person today. And you never, you have any friends that just make bad decisions? Like, I, I was going to bitch about the weather, but I'm like, nobody gives a fuck about the weather. So, uh, you ever know somebody just makes bad decisions and they're just like, woe is me. And that's, and you know what, whatever. Do whatever it takes. But I always find that people who make bad decisions who are like at their, in their 30s, 40s, you can come along a stretch of bad decisions, right? And things can be bad for a while. You know, you could have some bad luck. You know, a family member could die and it could send you spiraling. You know, you could have a one bad relationship. But if you start to have a couple bad relationships, it's like, hey, man, fish in a different pond. You know? Uh, eventually, what I found is that people really don't want to just grab... Because your life is a boat, right? Let me give you a little analogy. Your life is a boat. And you're steering through life. The life is the ocean, sorry. And you're on a little boat and you're steering through. Some of us in bigger boats than others. But we all have steering wheels. And what I found is people really don't want to grab the wheel and, like, get the thing steered in the right direction. They'd rather just bitch and moan. Example, halftime show at the Super Bowl. They'd rather just say it sucks than even think that it can be good. They'd rather just be angry at the halftime show than rather give it a chance. Or if somebody just really sucks with money, they're just like, well, it just is what it is. I'm never going to be have a lot of money. Or my job sucks, but you know, you got to pay the bills, which is facts, but also can, can do better, right? Can want more for your life. Uh, I don't know. It was just on my mind today because I was having I was talking to somebody who just makes a lot of bad decisions over and over. Then if you're telling somebody who also makes a lot of bad decisions, if you if I told somebody who makes a lot of bad decisions over and over that exact story, they would just be like, "Well, you know, sometimes things are hard. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do." And I'm like, oh, well, "Are we defending this person, or, or what? What are we doing? Is this what we're doing?" I also I do have one more. Uh, Uh, here we go. Gorilla Glue. Some lady styled Gorilla Glue. Woman who put Gorilla Glue in her hair gets no relief at ER and might sue. So this is from the New York Times. $2 a week for the New York Times. Get real. Anyways, 
Gorilla Glue is hairspray? Question mark. Bad, bad, bad idea. Headline. Uh, after more than 15 washes, various treatments, and a trip to the emergency room, Tseka's brown's hair still won't budge. A TikTok explaining. I'm doing this as a news anchor. Ready? <clears throat> Gorilla Glue is hairspray. Bad, bad, bad idea. I'll tell you more. And the nightly news at seven. After more than 15 washes and various treatments and a trip to the emergency room, Tseka Brown's hair still won't budge. A TikTok explaining her dilemma has drawn a huge following and advice. She looks like somebody who would use... It looks... I mean, it looks painted on. Social media users have offered advice and support to Tseka Brown after she used Gorilla Glue as a hairspray substitute. Why would she do that? She has documented her ordeal on TikTok. That's not an ordeal. That's that's stupidity. Okay, it's not an ordeal. An ordeal is like when you go to Giant Eagle, buy acne wipes, and you open them up, and there's none in there except for the medicine. That might have happened to me. Anyways, social media users have been captivated by the plight of a woman named Jessica Brown, her decision to use Gorilla Glue instead of hairspray, and a harrowing, month-long quest to undo a seemingly permanent hairstyle. It all started when Miss Brown ran out of her usual hairspray, got to be glued. In a pinch, she opted to use a different product. She had on hand to finish off her hair. Gorilla spray adhesive made by Gorilla Glue. Bad, bad idea. She said in a TikTok posted last week that cautioned others against making the same mistake. After more than 15 washes of various treatments and a trip to the emergency room, her hair still hadn't moved. My hair's been like this for a month now. It's not my choice, she said. I mean, it kind of is your choice. Oh, by choice. I mean, it kind of was by choice. I mean, kind of. Hate to be that guy, but kind of. Miss Brown's hair mishap has intrigued internet users who became invested in her predicament and have rooted on her and have rooted her on virtually, leaving messages of encouragement. Why would you root this? This person's stupid. 16 million views on TikTok? I haven't seen it. She said she might sue. She's just going to have to shave her hair off. Like, is that an option? Um, uh, is she going to sue? I want to know what the suing. Here we go. TMZ will have the fucking real scoop. New York Times, stop being, stop being normal. I still can't get this glue out after ER. Might be time to sue. I don't know about that. Gorilla Glue, here's the, okay, so the TikToker who put Gorilla Glue in her hair is still living with her nightmarish mistake. I mean, it's not a mistake, she's just stupid. The Glue's brand remedies aren't working. And now she's lawyering up. Sources familiar say, Taseka Brown's weekend trip to the ER was another disaster, and Gorilla Glue's tip to use rubbing alcohol to remove the product was a colossal failure. Why would they give her any tips? She spent 22 hours in the ER, and they were dumbfounded. We're told healthcare workers were put acetone on the back of her head and, and but it burned her scalp only made the glue gooey before hardening back up rubbing alcohol has still improved to be the cure remember it's been rock solid for a month well it's just gonna die she's hired an attorney who's weighing her legal options we're told on the label the product said do not use on eyes, skin, or clothing with no mention or hair, which Tessica feels misleading. 
All right, well, let's read the statement from Gorilla Glue. What they have to say. Gorilla Glue says, Taseka Saga is a unique situation. The product she uses is not indicated for use on in or on hair as a considered permanent. Gorilla Glue says the spray adhesive intended for mounting things to surfaces such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. She's fucked. The company says it's sorry to hear about her incident, but is glad she's getting treatment while wishing her the best. Yep, she's on her own. All right, that's the podcast. <laughs> Looks like I'm out of time. Uh, after reading that stupidity, I'm going to go sit down, watch hockey, which has been awesome recently for the Maple Leafs, and enjoy my night. Unlike that lady, my hair is flowing and not stuck to my head. Well, it is stuck to my head, but not in a bad way. Not cement-style stuck. So, so that's the podcast. Um, you can email me at ryanwoodsby.gmail.com. The links to follow me are online, or uh, down below. You can follow me online. And uh, that's the podcast. Congratulations, Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, Rob Gronkowski. And the fucking people of Tampa Bay. Look, you're not a real city. It's a fake metropolis. They showed the downtown area. It was depressing. Okay? Have a good week. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. Stay healthy. I'll see you. Peace.